This is Bodner Live, a live video talk show and podcast, and your destination for trending topics in marketing, advertising, branding, and business. Straight talking marketing maverick, Bodner Dos Santos is your host. Here's Bodner. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Wagner Dos Santos, and this is Wagner Live Insights. Today, I'm going to be discussing the benefits and value of being a problem solver rather than an order taker, a yes person, or a salesperson. And it's something that I feel is extremely important. And it's something that um, a lot of people don't pay enough attention to today because they want to please their clients, their customers so badly that they're afraid to take a definitive position. So let me tell you what I mean. Uh, first and foremost, um, people are looking in general, regardless of what business you're in, regardless of the business you're in, people are looking for problems to be solved. And today's successful businesses and marketers are those that package what they do in a problem-solving way. So as opposed to many years ago, decades ago, in fact, where we were promoting or pushing a product or a service on someone that really didn't need it, but we we're trying to convince them and persuade them that in fact they should, they should buy it. And then they saw that it wasn't as life-changing as the advertisers claimed it was, and uh, they started to become more cynical of advertising and distrustful, and they told their kids about it, and their kids told their kids about it. And so here we are today, in a very different climate where people are cynical, they're distrustful, and you have a lot to prove. But most importantly, what they want to know is, can you make, number one, my life better? And how can you do that? And what is it that you do that can, can make that happen? And number two, can you make the world around me a better place? And this is very much uh, prevalent with millennials and Generation Z today. Uh, they are very connected to the world around them and the environment and culture, economics. And, you know, one of the things I talk about a lot when I talk about these generations, they're experience driven and they are the decision makers today. They are, they are, they are controlling um, spending power. So it's so important to understand that. And so because that's the landscape we're in, which I think is great, by the way, businesses, products, innovations, anything that comes out should be solving a problem. It shouldn't be just polluting the uh, environment or polluting the space with, you know, stuff we don't need. It, it should really be providing some kind of good benefit. So with that said, positioning yourself as a problem solver offers so much more value than uh than than not and so being positioning what you do and the service that you want to provide as um as someone who's really listening first and to be a problem solver you have to listen first listening very closely 
analyzing the challenge and the problem, and then coming up with a smart and strategic response to that. Maybe that's with a strategic direction or service. Maybe a product's going to help that, or you, potentially your product. But that's that's the way to to go about it today. It's about problem solving. And the big, big uh, issue, I think, that a lot of people have because they want to please their clients, they, they, they want to keep their clients. So they think that the way to do that, clients or customers, right? The way, the way they think that they need to accomplish that is by being order takers, first of all. What do I mean by that? If you don't, if you're not familiar with the expression, expression, um, order takers are those people that, well, quite simply take orders, right? But they're those people that are just waiting for you to tell them what you need. And I find that a lot in, in my industry, other industries as well. But I find a lot, unfortunately, in my industry because we're supposed to be experts and we're supposed to be leading our clients as marketers and advertisers. Yet there are so many agencies because I think they hire a lot of inexperienced people where they're waiting for the client to give them a laundry list of what they need. And I believe that if the clients knew what they needed, they could do it themselves, right? They wouldn't need to really hire you. They're hiring you because you're an expert in what you do. You're an expert in marketing and advertising, so you should be helping them with explaining what they need. Now, they may know um, what they want. Wants and needs are very different, and what they want isn't always matched up with what they need. And that's really important to remember. So, um, so when you come across an individual, maybe someone you're managing, or maybe that's you um, that is inclined to take orders and wants to ask what the customer client wants, how about taking it from a different perspective and finding out what are the pain points for your customer and client and matching them up with what they need. The other part of it is you're going to have customers and clients that come to you saying, okay, I need this, I need that, I need this. And just to give you an example and to show you that it's not just related to a services business like mine in marketing and advertising. Let's say, let's say you're going to a hardware store. Let me use that as an example. And you go there and you say, okay, I need this kind of screw. I need this kind of bolt. I need this kind of tool. Where do I get all these things? Now, I think that a good salesperson on the floor or rep would um, would stop for a second and say uh, there. Well, first of all, give them direction because they asked. Right. So you're going to find those things on these aisles. However, do you mind if I ask you what what project you're working on? And then the customer would say, sure, not at all. I'm, I'm going to be uh, doing this plumbing project followed by this carpentry. I'm going to do a pergola outside or something. And through that conversation, Perhaps the salesperson on the floor will now discover that, well, the tools and, and the items that you're looking to purchase aren't really going to solve that. What you probably need is this, this, and that. So you see what I'm saying? So being a problem solver can, can be so much more successful and helpful to customers and clients than to just be a, an order taker. The other part is, is being a yes person. Uh, clients and customers, there are a lot of them that despite their uh, good intentions of hiring you for your expertise, 
they are so used to doing things themselves and you know frankly they own their business they manage their business they're sometimes going to be at odds with you and are going to disagree and being a person who just says yes can be very dangerous um, I had someone who worked under me some years ago whose greatest flaw was being a yes person and no matter what the client said yes yes oh yeah yeah yes yes and finally the client called called that person out and said um, everything I say you say yes to do you not have an opinion <laughs> um, so it is important to to really show that you're paying attention and listening and and then be be confident enough to push back in, in in other words, or or to um, uh, to give an honest response, and that honest response sometimes is going to say, "Well, no, uh, per, you know your your idea here. I see where you, I, I see where you would want to do that, but I know what your goals and objectives are, and what the big picture is, and that's not going to get you there." I do that all the time with my clients and customers. I've done that in front of more inexperienced colleagues that have been in shock, like, ah, I can't believe you're doing that, and I can't believe we didn't lose the client. And I explain to them all the time, you're not gonna lose the client, because I'm not being disrespectful, I'm not being offensive. And many times I, I say within the same breath that, listen, you're the client, you pay, pay the bills, you write the checks, so at the end of the day, uh, you make you make the final decision, but it's my role to be honest with you and help you get to where you need to go. I would be doing a disservice to you if all I did was say yes. And I have never been in a circumstance where anyone has felt any less than respect for that. So highly encourage you uh, to do that. And. Um, you know, and the other thing um, that I usually point out is, you know, feel feel convicted when you say no. Say it with conviction and say it proudly because um, no um, is a powerful statement. It's not a negative statement. It's uh, it it really says a lot that you were listening and that you are really problem solving. Yesing someone to death means really you're not listening and you just you just want to get the meeting done or the conversation done what have you and move forward um the other thing is about being a salesperson now you may have sales in your title so um so it's not so much of a you know quote unquote like i'm i'm doing here for podcast listeners that can't see this uh, i'm doing the air quotes um but uh, you know being even though sales may be in your title Think of yourself as a problem solver and providing solutions. Like the example that I provided with the hardware uh, sales representative on the floor, that person could have just gone ahead and uh, directed the person or made the sale. But by stopping them and figuring out more of what they want to do, um, they have perhaps they might have even sold something that is of a greater value to the store. And if not, has um, enriched the experience and the relationship with that customer to where that customer is going to want to come back to that store versus another store because you know when I went there they actually cared about what my project was they weren't just trying to make a sale but they helped me they're smart I'm gonna go back there again next time when I have a project and this time I'm gonna go ahead and tell them what my project is and ask them their recommendations and that's gonna be my go-to store so you see that's 
it's so valuable in in so many ways and uh, prevents you from being a commodity and it uh, it brings you up and and lifts you up to becoming more of a valued partner and last but not least sales is considered an expense right and I'm not gonna go in technical accounting here and talk about cost of goods sold versus expenses but let's just say sales is is reviewed as an expense it's not an investment problem solving is an investment so someone will invest in someone that can solve their problem every day any day of the week but someone who is just selling them stuff uh, people look to cut those kind of expenses because uh, they get a little a little crazy so so you see where I'm going I don't want to beat a dead horse on this but I think it's so important to understand that being a problem solver is where you want to be today that's where you're going to connect with people and and that is essentially what people are looking for from their vendors and their merchants okay well uh, guys uh, on, on periscope uh thank you so much for hanging out with me um let me know if you have any questions um sabrina says uh, and you bring more value to the table absolutely and by the way thank you so much for the hearts i really appreciate it um, yes, you bring so much more value to the table and you enrich the relationship uh, that you have, which has a long-term positive effect, right? So um, you can't be so short-sighted as to go cha-ching and sell whatever they want and get them out of your store or get them out of your office or whatever. You, you, um, the, um, there's a lot of adages out there about um, business, new business versus um, current clients. Uh, but they all really point to the same thing that it is so much uh, easier. Oh, thank you. Uh, thank you, Anna. Uh, Anna said that she likes my beautiful uh, sun filled studio, my new studio. I uh, hope you guys uh, hope you. Oh, thank you, Michael. Thank you for saying good show and great info. I appreciate that. Hopefully you like the new studio. It sounds and looks good. Um, I'm very excited to be here. Um, and um it's uh it's a lot more i think visually uplifting for those of you listening to the podcast you're you may hear some slight audio changes from being in this bigger room but otherwise you're not seeing it so it's not really different but i encourage you guys to listen to the audio podcast also take a look at the video and tell me what you think um but uh but yeah you know you what i was saying is that um it's so easy to, or easier to um, find new business all the time and chase new business, but it's harder to cultivate the business that you have. But it's so much more important in many ways to cultivate the business that you have and have a long-term client and customer, but you can't do that unless you implement some of the things that I was talking about. So, um, but guys, thank you so much. Um, thanks so much for hanging out with me here today live on Periscope and uh, for your hearts, for sharing this out, for retweeting it, for uh, for just hanging out with me and participating on the show. I, I really appreciate it and um, I'm, uh, I am I love all of you guys and, and really appreciate you spending time with me. And um, at 7 p.m., so uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific, today I will be hosting Wagner Live, the Marketing Midweek Wrap-Up, and that happens only on Facebook Live. 
and Wagner Live Insights, this program will be back uh, tomorrow at a new time. So um, I, I know that for uh, for some of you, you've seen a couple shifts of times uh, time slots. Hopefully this will be the last move. It's going to be 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 a.m. Pacific, and that's going to be for... Um, what episode are we on? I guess uh, that would be for episode 28 of Wagner Live Insights, only here on Periscope. And so the shift of time for Wagner Live Insights has to do with a few factors. Uh, one is that, well, it uh, happens around lunchtime for my uh, Pacific West Coast people. So sometimes that's convenient. They can uh, eat their lunch, like uh, I think Sabrina here and um, they can eat their lunch and watch the show at the same time and it's not interfering with work if they have a nine to five job. Uh, for those that are central or mountain time, it's just a little after um, the, the lunch period, so it's still convenient. And then for those of you on the East Coast, well, it's, it's a few hours after lunch, but you know what? It's given me time to have a lunch meeting and still get back here in time to the studio to do the show. So everybody's happy. Um, so that's it for our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, this is Wagner signing off. This has been another episode of Wagner Live. For replays, show schedules, and more information, till next time. 